0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the channel. It is currently 6 a.m. East Coast time. It is Thursday, November 21st, and we have a two-game, just two games, but it's as much injury news and interest as we've had on every other slate. Two-game NBA slate tonight for Thursday, as well as a showdown slate. And before we get into it, welcome, showdown slate for the NFL. Welcome to my channel if you're new here. My name is Salvatri. I do indeed cover daily fantasy sports in the NFL, NBA, WNBA, and the MLB streets. Like I said, there is NBA content today and every single day on this channel in the form of a breakout in the morning, and then NBA projections are over on my Patreon, which is linked up down below, as long as a, as well as a player pool, and updates throughout the night and day, even. And then also, if you're looking for it, there is a showdown video already posted yesterday from the NFL showdown slate tonight, $250,000 to first, I believe. There's NFL content going out about five to six days a week, depending on the week for the NFL. Next week, it's going to be more, because Thanksgiving games, we have three Thanksgiving games, those will be fun, so next week, it will be more, as well as... The um, Patreon is going to have things on there as well each and every day. Yesterday, I opened up my NBA game notes, which I usually do for the awesome shows, about 10, I think it was 8 pages of notes yesterday, on all of the games, on all the meaningful plays. Uh, That was free, and I posted that over on my Instagram, and only people on Instagram knew that it was free uh, because I put it on a story. So if you do want to follow me on Instagram, I will do things like that, tendencies from here here to there. I've already done it twice for this week releasing um, just freebies, opening up the projections for 10 minutes to an hour before lock one time this week already. It's not going to happen every day. It's just a promotion to get people to follow me over on Instagram. So that benefits you. uh, And it it benefits me, of course, from growing a following over there. So check out my Instagram linked up down below, Salvetri, Salvetri DFS over on Twitter. Um, And yeah, check out the exclusive content down below. And finally, you should be playing over on Fantasy Draft played on Fantasy Draft last night, um, and last night was a, it was a a wild night if you played the NBA DFS. There were lineups that I had that I felt probably would have absolutely banked if I just stuck with them and we didn't keep getting late injury news, right? Coming off of Shaq Harrison, which which made me come off of Luka to get to Giannis, right? You have more money. Um, or coming off of Patty Mills to Shaq Harrison, which was good, but then you get to from Luka to Giannis because there was more money, which is not good. So lineups like that um, over on fantasy draft. As I said, I'll be playing over there. It, it was a night where I made a small profit, but it might, would have been even bigger, but I actually went in and looked at it and I would have made a small loss. It was, it was like a, a, five, it was like a 4% profit night or something like that. So really just right. You basically break even a little bit up. Um, I would have actually had a loss over on DraftKings if I would have played in a similar contest that I usually do. So it, it is the epitome of what I've been discussing here about fantasy draft. Um, had a had a winning night instead of a losing night last night, uh, and man, all that injury news it was just so hard not to just keep reacting to it. And I think that that's something about my process that I'll I'll analyze a little bit more. But I, I'm again, when you have like 15 minutes from lock, it's hard not to think that the three thousand dollar mid flat priced K guy is a nice play paired with Giannis. But Luca has just been absolutely insane. So. That was that. You should check out Fantasy Draft, linked up down below. Clicking that link does indeed help me. It is a tracking link. I do not make any money uh, off of your individual um, purchases over on Fantasy Draft or just deposits, but I do get um, they do get tracked to show that they come from my channel. Just to let you all know for transparency reasons, if at all anyone was concerned. So hit that subscribe button before we get into it. We're looking for 16,000 subscribers. Hey, if we get 16,000 subscribers today, I will open up every single thing, not just all the every single thing today for the NBA. It'll be the projections, it'll be the interest pool. I will open that up if we get to 1,600 today. It's going to be about 200 away, or 16,000 today. So hit that subscribe button over on the audio version. Hit the five-star rate and review. Yes, there is an audio version. How are those ears doing? So let's get into this. Do you have look? I don't even know how it's a two game slate with four teams, and we somehow have the same amount, if not more, injury news than we normally do. Oh, now I know how. You have the Pelicans on the slate, who for the past two weeks have just been absolutely battered. But you also have other teams that aren't playing some of their stars, like Portland. You have teams that aren't playing some of their stars, like Phoenix. So let's get into this. Maybe stars is a rough word or a stretch for the Phoenix players, but good players, I should say. Starting with New Orleans, Derek Favors already ruled out, so we have Clarity there with a back injury. That will help Julia Locofor Jackson Hayes, and Nicola Melli. Nicola Melli who's played 27-plus minutes in the last three games. Hayes only seen 21 minutes in the last game. Julia Locofor who has been ruled out for the past couple of weeks. Jaleel Okafor today is questionable himself. Look, if Jaleel is in, he's only 3,800 compared to guys like Jackson Hayes, who is now 5k plus. To pairs to guys who are Nicola Melli, who are 4,500. I would imagine Jaleel Okafor starts and probably plays at least 20 minutes with the upside of playing 28 to 30 minutes. And he's the only guy that DraftKings hasn't priced up due to his injury. So if Jaleel Okafor plays, he seems like one of these smash plays on the slate. If we get any news on his minutes just being okay and fine, and if he's starting, it's even better. A $3,800 for before dealing with this ankle injury. Look, he's been lately ruled as doubtful, so him turning into questionable today gives me um, just upside and confidence in the fact that he's actually going to finally suit up. Lonzo Ball is questionable, continues to be questionable with this adductor. He seemed very close for the last game. Um, he was sort of a game-time decision, so this might be the one that he gets in on. It would impact Drew Holiday's point guard run. It would impact Nikhil Alexander-Walker's overall rotational minutes, as well as Frank Jackson. And then J.J. Redick might get pushed from the starting rotation if they do indeed to keep Kendrick Williams in it. Um, and I imagine that's what you probably see happen there. Josh Hart out once again. He's been ruled out very quickly. This does not seem like a very good injury, something that might take a long time, his ankle. Etwan Moore, JJ Redick, those type of, types of guys. Uh, you could also say Nikhil Alexander, Walker, Frank Jackson. Just some of the guards will see more run at the two as well as guys like Etwan Moore at the three. So that's New Orleans. The big things there are just really watch Lonzo Ball and Julio Okafor. Okafor is going to be huge because if he's out, well, then it's Jackson Hayes plus Nicole Melli for the, the fourth straight DFS night. Now they're priced up, so you have to make a decision on it. Whereas a lot of other value on the slate, I don't think is as much of a priority. But if Okafor is in at 3,800 against Phoenix, it starts to become a priority, if not the priority. I had a guy who is one of the cheapest players on the slate in the best matchup possible outside of his own team on this slate against Phoenix, who doesn't have some of their bigs. And we'll talk about that in, right now talking about that right now there's no Aaron Baines today he's out with a hip injury it's going to directly impact Frank Kaminsky who should should draw the start and play at least 28 probably 30 plus minutes at center tonight because they're thin um, all around at the center position you still don't have DeAndre Ayton still a ton of suspensions uh, suspended games still to go for him Dario Sarge who is probable today with a knee injury will also be a benefactor of Aaron Baines being out, as well as Cam Johnson who's been playing at the three but can play at the four a little bit if Frank can There he'll get some five minutes. So Cameron Johnson, who is also probable today with a knee injury, he is going to be also benefactory of the no Aaron Payne's. The other big news for them is that they're not going to have Ricky Rubio today. He is doubtful with a back injury. Javon Carter started two nights ago when Rubio missed. But you also have Tyler Johnson there as a backup guard. You also have Devin Booker who will take on more point guard minutes. And then Kelly Oubre will take on more overall usage. Keep an eye on this. This is very important news. Um, It's a really good matchup, a pace-up spot against New Orleans, one of the worst defenses overall. Um, Javon Carter and Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson is by far the better point-per-minute producer, but Javon Carter started the last game, played mid-20s, I think 24 minutes, Um, and that's really hard to ignore, although Tyler Johnson has been playing mid-20s lately. so. If Javon Carter starts and becomes chalky, I think the easiest and best move of the night, at least for this team, if not the whole two-game slate, four-team slate, is to just go to Tyler Johnson if he is lower-owned. If it's the opposite, Tyler Johnson's over owned and Javon Carter's not, then I would just do the exact same thing. I think Tyler Johnson is the better overall player. I think they'll play similar minutes tonight if Rubio, who is doubtful, does indeed miss but I wouldn't get too carried away with it. They're both not great. Um, the upside for Tyler Johnson to score 30 is more so there than Javon Carter, but at the end of the day, Kelly Oubre will see a huge bump up as well as Devon De- De- Booker. Um, Portland, Damian Lillard ruled out once again, which is a shame because it's Portland-Milwaukee game, although Portland's defense and really their bigs are just absolutely depleted, and that is why they right now not even in the playoff hunt. Maybe they're in the hunt, but they're not there. Um, he is out, so this game's not going to be all that great. Uh, Simons, CJ McCollum, Camp Bazemore, Rodney Hood will be the benefactories, but the big news here is that Simons is also questionable with an ankle injury. They have nothing else on this team. It's going to be point CJ McCollum night at 7,500. If indeed Simons misses, he's going to play 40 plus minutes all at the point guard. They have no other point guards on this team. They don't have a single other ball handler. besides if you want to tell me that Rodney Hood or Kent Bazemore is going to be a ball hander or Mario Hazonia. So or mellow, right? Um, so if Simons is out, you're going to get just CJ McCollum lock button night on a two-game slate. It's really hard to ignore. A guy who's going to play 40-plus minutes as a point guard in a matchup against Milwaukee in a fast-paced game. So CJ McCollum, Kent Bazemore, Rodney Hood benefactories from Damian Lillard being out, and if Simons misses, Hassan Whiteside is questionable with a hip injury. Man, this this, this whole team's just going to go down today. It would help Skull. it would help Skull would draw the start, who's also power forward, eligible, I believe. Carmelo Anthony and the little would see more overall minutes at the four, and maybe even some at the five. Are we gonna get a a center, Carmelo Anthony, tonight? I have no idea, but they're really banged up, um, so it might have to happen. They believe I just I believe I just saw that they waived Paul Gasol. They obviously don't have no Zach Collins with the shoulder surgery. They obviously don't have no uh, Nurkic. And then if they don't have Whiteside, it's really just Skull, Anthony Tolliver. We'll get some backup center minutes. And then a lot of minutes at the four for Nasir Little and Carmelo Anthony. So I wasn't joking. This is a two-game, four-team slate. We have no really injury news outside of Chris Middleton, which has been the obvious news for Milwaukee. They're on a back-to-back tonight. Nobody got injured last night from what I'm seeing here. Maybe you see uh, the slate just get absolutely blown up and Giannis is out. But right now, the amount of like 3 and 4K players that are viable to play today, I mean, it's just so much in abundance. Um, You have at least like 4, maybe 5 by the end of the night, depending on Julio Locafor, 3, 4K players that are available. And Giannis is only... In like the 10K range, he's so cheap. So you're going to have so much money left over on the slate. You shouldn't really worry about, oh, but I have $600 left over. If you like your lineup, just keep it because there's so much value on a two-game slate, but sometimes there will be, sometimes there won't. This is a two-game slate, so don't get carried away and, and dump your whole bankroll into it but again, it should be a fun slate. I just, it's nonstop with the bad pricing on DraftKings at least, um, but Fantasy Draft, it, it we'll look at some of these prices once we get into early interest. Target offense sheet, I will blow this up, is the smallest one of the year because there are only two teams playing. Uh, nothing crazy to point out here. The game total for Port- Milwaukee and Portland is not actually out yet. I'm just projecting it. I have no idea if this is going to be within five, within 10, or if it's spot on. Uh, it is though. that The proper thing here is that Milwaukee is an 11.5 point favorite. I have projected a game total based on Pace and team totals for the year of 230 uh, for this game. I have a 120.75 team implied total for Milwaukee and a 109.25 team implied total for Portland. I mean, this one shouldn't really stay all that close, right? Especially, I mean, if Hassan Whiteside misses, it's CJ McCollum, Carmelo Anthony as like, obviously not the second best player on that team, but the second biggest name on that team. Um, And a lot of that's just because of recency bias. But, I mean, the cast that they'll be rolling out there, if there's no Hassan Whiteside and Simons today, who are both questionable, will be CJ McCollum, probably Rodney Hood, Kent Bazemore, Mario Hazonia, Nasir Little, Carmelo Anthony, Skull, (laughs) Anthony Tolliver. I mean, that's just just disgusting. So, uh, Milwaukee, the main studs stand out. Giannis is a... On a two-game slate, when he's only $10,000 and change and there's so much value, I mean, he's a lock button that it, it doesn't get any more than that. You can try and play the narrative. I'm just going to fade Gian- Giannis. Maybe he'll get injured or maybe he'll only score 55 in three quarters and then he'll sit. Well, if he only scores 55 in three quarters, you can be damn sure on a two-game slate where there's no Damian Lillard, uh, there's no Ricky Rubio, right? Some of these players who can actually score 40-plus points, if not Damian Lillard scoring 50-plus. The only other guys on the slate who can score a ton of points are guys like CJ McCollum, are guys like Devin Booker. So if you're going to tell me that, I mean, Brandon Ingram, Drew Holiday, who you can afford, all of those guys probably today uh, in, in accordance with um, Giannis and none of them have the same floor or ceiling combination. I mean, Giannis's floor is a lot of those guys ceilings. I mean, 50, 55 points from Giannis today is probably what I'll project around his floor to be. Um and, I mean, the the big news here is he's going up against Carmelo Anthony, Nisir Little, and Skull. So, yeah, he can play a half and probably score 45-50 fantasy points tonight. Similar to what Luca did last night, scoring 45 at the half. Absolutely insane. So Giannis is just a clear lock button. Shouldn't really surprise anybody. Eric Bledsoe priced now into the 6K range at 6,800 potentially he's going to be going up against uh, CJ McCollum a lot tonight, which would actually be worse for him. But McCollum's going to have to rely so heavily on his offense that defense isn't going to be much of an an issue or even a thought for CJ McCollum tonight, even if Simon suits up. So yeah, I I like Bledsoe. I like Giannis. It shouldn't surprise anybody. I don't think we have to play around with the value here. Like Dante DiVincenzo's price is coming up. He continues to play well in the mid-20s. He continues to rely on shooting, but that's his thing. So it can be somewhat reliable for him. As a fantasy producer, but I don't really feel the need, especially with automatically we have value with no Ricky Rubio doubtful today in in Phoenix with their guard situation. We're probably going to get more value from this New Orleans team. We're probably going to already have or we already do have value from this Portland team. And the Phoenix Bigs is somewhat of value. Frank Kaminsky, Dario Sargent, cheap range. So I'm not sure if we have to pay for the value unless it's just low-owned and Dante DiVincenzo and guys like Sterling Brown who are going to get you like 18 to 20 fantasy points on an average night. Same thing for George Hill. So the value is really not popping for me. DiVincenzo is the one who stands out as he's been starting at the 2 with Wesley Matthews at the 3, Giannis at the 4, and then Brooke Lopez at the 5. I think Brooke Lopez is in play once again. Again, he's going to have a fantastic matchup. If indeed we get Nohassan Whiteside in, even if Whiteside is in, it's, it's going to be a, an actually entertaining matchup of two really just freakish size centers in terms of the Sun White side and Brook Lopez. Um, So my priorities from Milwaukee are Giannis on tier one of his own. Two tiers below that is Eric Bledsoe, a tier below that is Brook Lopez, and then a tier below that is all the value led by Dante DiVincenzo. Portland side of the ball, similar to Giannis, C.J. McCollum is, is probably a lock button, even if Simon suits up. And if Simon's doesn't, you're going to have point guard C.J. McCollum for 40-plus uh, minutes of play tonight um, in a fast, this a very fast-paced game, one of the fastest-paced games that he'll play on the season. So, yeah, give me—Milwaukee um, give, and Milwaukee leads the league in pace, so even better for a point guard. Give me all the C.J. McCollum. You'll get some value here as well, similar to Milwaukee. I'm not sure it's the best value, depending on where the slate ends up later today, depending on New Orleans news depending on Phoenix um, or really just New Orleans news and and, um, the the Portland news of Hassan Whiteside, Simons. You might not really need this value of Rodney Hood, Kent Bazemore, Carmelo Anthony, Nasir Little. I don't know how much of it stands out. I imagine maybe one of them is in a winning lineup. I think Skull is the best value if indeed Hassan Whiteside misses. Skull would be a priority right after um, uh, CJ McCollum. But even then, like you're going to have potentially Julio for open up up, who I would have more interest in than Skull in this matchup. So Skull, whatever his name is, so. Yeah, I think whoever starts at the three will have a nice spot here. They usually have this season against Galick Wesley Matthews, who's undersized for the three, in my opinion. So if you get Kent Bazemore at the three, that's okay. If some, For some reason, if Mario Hazoni starts at the three, that's okay. If Carmelo starts again, I really just don't have interest in Carmelo. They put him on a 20-minute limit last time. And he performed decently, got off to a hot start. Uh, if they end up saying that his minutes limits are off and he's going to play 28, 30 minutes, well, then, yeah, you can give this some Carmelo Anthony, as gross as it seems. He's not the same Carmelo Anthony as everybody was trying to tell me before the last game started. Oh, why don't you have interest in Melo? Well, he's on a 20-minute limit. He's starting, so all the usage is going to be not in his hands even though it was early. And again, he's on a 20 minute limit coming off of not playing. And there's a reason he wasn't on an NBA roster. He can't play any defense. He he relies heavily on his shot and not much else. So, uh, and he doesn't even create, he relies a lot on set design, pick and rolls, or set design really just screens, which the NBA is not really working off of a pick and pop um, type of thing anymore. So yeah, it's Portland's gross. You have to see on the news. McCollum just locks in there. Skull would become a nice play. If Whiteside is in at 6,500, he's completely fine in this matchup. The guys like Kent Bazemore, Rodney Hood, none of them stand out to me. They're going to pop up as value similar to the guys in Milwaukee when I do my projections uh, right after this, since it's only a two-game slate, I'll do them, so you can go ahead and check those out. But once I do them, it'll really just be distinguishing between the kind of junky value. And, and if you're going to get Chalky Rodney Hood or Chalky Kent more, I'm just going to choose the guy who's less owned, so... You can check all that stuff out over on my projections later today. Phoenix, um, yeah, Devin Booker's fantastic. So whoever starts at point guard is fantastic here. If it's Javon Carter, if it's Javon Carter and he's chalky. I'm just going to play uh, Tyler Johnson, who will still see 28, probably minutes off the bench, somewhere around there, at least 24. And he's a better point producer. Uh, a 118.75 team implied total for Phoenix, 114.25 for New Orleans. So the 233 game total here And Phoenix are four and a half point favorites. Frank Kaminsky, I mean, he should also be like lock buttoned in on the slate. He's going to start at center. See around 30 minutes. He's on their price against the best matchup on the slate against New Orleans. Dario Sarge at $5,000 flat, starting at the four probably tonight. And seeing an increased run uh, with no Aaron Baines there, with no Frank Kaminsky to take his four minutes. Uh, it's going to be nice minutes for Dario Sarge, probably close to 28 if not 30 plus. Both of them are in play. The Phoenix team, as much value as there is in New Orleans potentially today, Portland, um, has much value and then built-in value in Milwaukee. This Phoenix team is is the most appealing to me. You have Devin Booker on a two-game slate. If he's not the most chalky player in the slate, he probably should be because at an 8K price point with no Ricky Rubio, although he has not been producing as of late and did not the last time Booker missed. Or oh, Rubio missed. Uh, he is a guy who has a sixty-plus point ceiling. Once he has all the usage in his hands, which he will have tonight. Again, no Booker and even no Baines. So yeah, Frank Kaminsky's a priority. Then Devin Booker. Then guys like Kelly Oubre, Dario Saric. They kind of just fall into places as guys that I like. If you get Tyler Johnson starting at the point guard spot. I would make it a priority to get to him in the low 3K range. Uh, Javon Carter is also in the low 3K range, actually cheaper than Tyler Johnson. If he starts, then yeah, you can get to him. I just prefer getting to the, trying to find an edge somewhere and the better player. And I think this is the best way that it can potentially happen for us. If you're like watching this and you take DFS more seriously, Javon Carter starts, he becomes very chalky. He plays like 25 minutes, 26 minutes. Uh, but then you also have Tyler Johnson playing 25 or 26 minutes, just coming off the bench and a better point-per-minute producer. I'd much rather have that, right? Uh, New Orleans side of the ball, Lonzo Ball, $5,000. He's questionable. If he's in, he's a really good play at 5000 It's similar to or it's interesting to choose between $5,000 Lonzo off an injury in $5,000 Darius Sarge, who's going to see an increase in his minutes likely today and overall production with no Aaron Baines and Ricky Rubio. That'll be an interesting decision for myself. I'll see what the projections say later today, but Lonzo would be a nice play if he starts. Brandon Ingram at $7,000 is just one of the better plays on the slate. Hard not to like that. Whoever starts at center for New Orleans, I'm hoping it's Julio Localfort. so we get a nice cheap $3,800 center to put in to our lineups here to get us 26 to 28 minutes, if not at least 24 minutes. So keep an eye on Julio Okafor's status. He went from being doubtful now to being probable, so I do like that. Um, and then you can play around with the rest of this value here. J.J. Reddick's in a fine spot if you want to get the J.J. Reddick. Uh, Drew Holiday on this type of a slate is fine. You're just choosing him in a, a, a crowded, potentially Lonzo being back, Brandon Ingram crowded, offensive usage uh, spread out a little bit compared to Devin Booker who's going to have all the usage today. Let's get to my early interest here. And even on a two-game slate, we still have 18 to go through. So top of the board, Giannis at 10600 on DraftKings, $19,000 flat on Fantasy Draft. He should probably just be loaded into all of my lineups. Um, there's no way I'm getting away from it. Oh, but he's only going to play three quarters. Okay, well, he's $10,600. He's dirt cheap. He's $700 or $600 cheaper. 700? I think it was $600 cheaper than he was yesterday. Um, and you're telling me that that's the reason you don't want to play a guy who is completely like, he's going to grade out for around 62 to 65 fantasy points for me today. And my projection is probably closer to 65. He's going to grade out as like six X value. So, uh, yeah, there's no way I'm not getting to him. And once again, he's going to be going up against Carmelo, Anthony, Nasir little and skull probably today. Even if White Whiteside is in, it's a brutal matchup for Whiteside. Devin Booker is my second interest at 8,500. He's too cheap for having no Ricky Rubio, who is doubtful for this matchup against New Orleans. It's the best matchup on the slate for a point guard slash shooting guard. Keep an eye on it. If Look, even if Devin Booker starts at the shooting guard spot, he's going to act like the point guard out there today. Uh, he'll act a little bit less like it if Tyler Johnson starts alongside of him. But Johnson was starting pretty much the second half of last year once he was traded from the Heat. So, it's going to be a fine spot no matter what for Devin Booker. CJ McCollum becomes a lock button for me tonight at 7,500, especially and probably if um, Simons misses, then you're going to have 40 plus minutes of CJ McCollum at the point. It's really hard not to like that. 13,300 on fantasy draft, way too cheap. Brandon Ingram, way too cheap on both sides. 7,000 on DraftKings, 13,200 on fantasy draft. I mean, you have just a cheap mid-range of players of the Brandon Ingram, CJ McCombs, a cheap expensive range of the Giannis's, the Devin Booker's, and then all the value in the world down below. So, yes, you can li- literally make probably a lineup today that you feel really good about and still have a $1, $1,000, $800, which usually isn't the case in the NBA, and you might be able to get to something better, but it, just the way that the slate's set up, you don't have as many options to choose from. And if you like a nice value piece who is $600 cheaper than uh, the next chalky one, I think it's a decent move and a stance to take and not having to spend all your money tonight. You never have to spend the $50,000 flat NBA. You should more times than not because it's easier to project the range of outcomes, um, but you don't have to. And on a two-game slate is the best time not to, especially when there's everybody's underpriced. You're naturally going to have money left on the table, so don't force yourself into paying up for like the, I don't know, an Eric Bledsoe tonight if you like a guy who's at $6,000 better than him. Eric Bledsoe and Kelly Oubre are the two $6,000 interests I have uh, over on DraftKings. On Fantasy Draft, though, Eric Bledsoe is $300 cheaper than Kelly Oubre. He's $12,700 over there. Yeah, go get Eric Bledsoe on Fantasy Draft. That's a smash spot price tag for Eric Bledsoe. I'd rather have him over Kelly Oubre tonight. Brooke Lopez at 5400 JJ Redick at $5,200. Seemed like nice plays. Redick is $400 cheaper, which is pretty much the exact same thing as he is. $200 cheaper over on DraftKings. I have in yellow now a bunch of players. Jackson Hayes, Lonzo Ball. If Ball starts, I really do like him at $5,000. I like him over his teammate Jackson Hayes even. Uh, but Jackson Hayes is $5,100, $9, on Fantasy Draft. Same price as Ball over on Fantasy Draft. Look, the matchup against Phoenix is really nice today, especially no Aaron Baines, so it's just all Frank Kaminsky, which is, again, a good matchup. But Jackson Hayes' price point is all the way up. And if you get Julia Okafor, and I have no interest, I'd have interest in Joe Okafor, not Jackson Hayes. If you get Okafor out, it's going to depend on ownership. But you have $600 cheaper Nicola Melli who will probably come off the bench and play similar, if not more, like he did last time, minutes and Jackson Hayes. Frank Kaminsky seems like a name that's really hard to get away from today. $9,100 over on Fantasy Draft, $4,600 over on DraftKings. He's going to have the best matchup on the board against New Orleans and play 30 plus minutes. He is averaging so far this year only 16.7 minutes per game. But again, no Aaron Baines. He's probably going to see a minimum of, I would say, 28 minutes today. His usage is about 16.6, but that doesn't really matter. It doesn't factor in all the rebounding and things like that. Nicola Melli, Dante DiVincenzo are in yellow or yellow as well. Melli's status really for me depends on Okafor. Dante DiVincenzo is in yellow because I want to be sure to point out that he is point guard small forward eligible, which does help. He's playing about 18 minutes per game. That is up towards like the 24-25 minute range since the injuries to Chris Middleton. And he has about an eighteen percent usage. He relies heavily on his shot. So if he he's a guy that if he's chalky, I just go to some other value on the slate. He's only forty four hundred, so he is value. But if he's not chalky and everybody else is picking up value because there's a ton of three K guys and nobody goes to the four K players outside of like a Kaminsky around him, well then yeah, I'm, I'm fine taking stabs on it. Tonight is a night where if there's chalky value, it's probably just it's probably the same amount of value or same type of a play as other guys who are unowned. So just go to the guys who are unowned. You have more upside there. Uh, This year, Little, he should probably be in yellow too. Um, I don't have a ton of interest. He just just came off of a game where he went off in 20 minutes. That's not going to continue to happen. He's not going to average 1.4 fantasy points per minute for a guy who averages about one per minute. And he's, if he's not going to be starting, it's just even harder to imagine that happens in a matchup against Milwaukee. So 4,100, again, same, same type of analysis. If he's Chalky, not getting to him. If he's not Chalky, I'll take stabs. Okafor is in yellow. If he starts, he's probably one of the better plays in the slate at 3,800. Tyler Johnson, if he starts over Javon Carter, I really like him. If he doesn't start over Javon Carter, who's 3,300, I still like Tyler Johnson over Carter, but they're both in play for sure. And then Skull, if indeed you have no Hassan Whiteside at 3,600 on DraftKings and 6,800 on Fantasy Draft is a nice play. So that's probably more than we needed to spend on a a two-game slate. There's a ton of injury news. It's just crazy. Like, I wake up and I'm like, all right, nice two-game slate, not too much to prep for. I go through all the teams and I'm like, okay, well, every single team has four to five injury designations, even with all these teams on here. Um, There are only four teams on here. It's insane. So uh, hopefully you enjoyed the video. Please do hit that subscribe button before you leave. It does mean the world to me. If we get to 16,000 subscribers today, I will unleash the NBA projections, the two-game slate projections for today. Um, as well as my interest polls, and then also if you're listening on the audio version hit that five stars it takes a couple of seconds right now just before you close out your phone if you could take it out of your phone at the gym whatever it is I, I give you urge you to do that little extra there because it does help me a lot check me out on instagram for those um, teasers and kind of free releases for content that i only share on my instagram stories and posts at sal vetri over there linked up down below and at sal dfs over on the Twitter sphere. Check out Fantasy Draft if you want to play there tonight. Again, I literally made a profit instead of a loss last night on Fantasy Draft just because of the fact that uh, you're not paying rake over there. And, And somebody wanted to jump into the comments and say, I like how all these content creators talk about Fantasy Draft, but they don't mention the processing fees. Well, the processing fees is only when you deposit. So hopefully you're not depositing every single day because then you probably shouldn't be playing DFS. But even if you are, the processing fees are point 25%, not 25%, 0.25, a quarter of a percent. So the processing fees are literally 1.6% of the average money you're losing a night on DraftKings. So even if you're processing every single night money into your accounts, it is still a 1.6% of what you're losing every single night on DraftKings. So the people want to say, oh, the processing fees, like they're taking $50 from you every single night. No, no, no. They're taking a quarter of a percentile, like literally pennies, three pennies from you every night. So uh, while DraftKings is fleecing everybody. But again, we love the site, so we plan it. So anyways, uh, my name is Sal. Hopefully you enjoyed this podcast and YouTube video. I hope you have a great rest of your Thursday. Peace out, gang. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And before you go, if I can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast, download a few if you wish. But if you enjoyed this podcast, if you can please subscribe, helps me out, helps support it. So thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one.